0: Did you know that nearly 9 out of 10 home buyers say they'd use a buyer's agent when purchasing a home again? Buyer representation really matters when there's 111 to-dos. Visit Realtor.com slash Buyer Agent Toolkit and spread the word. Buyer agents are essential.
1: When when you start talking about building out a franchise, we got asked by a few people, so why, why would you do that? And I think they kind of blend it with some of the old guards and not Understanding that we could reinvent franchising. To me, franchising is maybe an old dirty word in some ways, you know. (laughs) Uh, um, I I look at it as distribution centers. I want to frame it this way. Everybody remembers when FedEx was delivering products for Amazon. And it seemed like overnight, you started seeing these blue trucks with a smiley face just dominate the roadways. They did that via a delivery service partner program. They extended opportunities to small businesses that wanted to get into the distribution business. And, and, and DOS is doing the exact same thing in real estate. You create this very dynamic, state-of-the-art search portal, and then you scale instantly by having these distribution centers, AKA franchises. That's exactly what we're doing, and nobody's ever done it that way.
0: Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where your host, Tracy Velt, editorial director of Real Trends, interviews the brightest minds in real estate. Each week, brokerage leaders, top agents, team leaders, and industry experts join Tracy to share trends, their secrets to success, and the lessons they learn navigating this ever changing industry. Before we begin, here's a word from our sponsor.
2: You know the role of the real estate agent has changed forever. And if you want to succeed in today's market, you need the right insights and tools from a source you can trust. Keeping Current Matters makes it easy to be the market expert your clients expect. With trusted insights that give you the confidence you need and timely content that gives you the presence you want, KCM helps you drive credibility and consideration. Learn more about how to master the market and your marketing with Keeping Current Matters. By visiting trykcm.com forward slash real trends to learn more. Welcome to the Real Trending podcast, where we speak to the brightest minds in real estate about leadership, business growth, trends, and strategy. I'm your host, Tracy Belt, editorial director of Real Trends. Today, I'd like to welcome Bobby Bryant. He's the CEO and co-founder of DOS, a real estate brokerage that offers a flex model. So welcome, Bobby. Hey, thank you for having me, Tracy. Yeah, thanks um, for for reaching out. We had a great conversation uh, a couple of days ago, and I wanted to get you on the podcast to tell our audience everything you told me. So I'm going to start at the beginning and really... um, why don't you tell our you know our audience is real estate brokers, agents, and teams. Um, so tell tell me what, about DOS, your business model, and then what do you mean by flex model?
1: Yeah, so when when you start thinking DOS, it, you know, it's kind of three words that come to mind: uh, innovative, progressive, and and refreshing. When we start, you know, talking about the company and 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 what our mission was when we started it. Um, and this was back in 2016. We wanted to create a company that re- really looked at what was taking place in the industry. A lot of the ailments. Um, don't know if a lot of people really paid that much attention to uh, the Danger Report, Stefan Swanipoo. But we literally used that as our bible
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to to look at the data, what's happening, why, um, and try to solve those problems. And so data data is is what they say the new oil. And what we wanted to do was understand. Uh, via third party and doing a lot of surveys ourselves you, you know uh, what is really impacting the industry on a national level agents how can we solve these problems the problems that we found important and, and build from there um, and, and and that's what kicked off dos uh, as a technology company dos is a real estate technology company that uh, wanted to create a better way to search uh, also we wanted to you um, Create this solution that better centralized, democratized, and humanized data. Uh, go beyond the box. When you go to some of the most popular search sites and you see a, you know, a search uh, platform and it has these boxes, click and check the boxes, we wanted to go beyond that and give people a better way to get information by speaking, texting, and typing. And then that just evolved. You, you know, Tracy, it evolved into other things like uh, then solving brokerage. Problems, um, you know, problems that agents were having, that brokers were having, and and, and then from there, that that kind of conceived this flex model, if you will, which really um, not taking just an agent centric approach, which is what most brokers are, but really going after it from the aspect of an agent and consumer centric model, and, and that's what we mean as far as a flex model. How do we give both sides of this equation more options? and be able to meet them at their individual individual point of need and not such a boxy, traditional feel. Why, why create a new model that looks and resembles everything that already exists? And we didn't wanna do that.
2: So you mentioned that you were looking for solutions to some of the, the problems. What solutions um, do you think DOS is solving for, for agents and brokerage?
1: Yeah, you, you know, great question. A few things. Uh, n- number one, um, when we start talking about um, with, with agents and a lot of the inefficiencies, uh, uh, for example, you, you know, attempting to if you see a house for sale and, and, and uh, if anybody's ever drove, drove down a street and, and saw a for sale sign and tried to call that number, uh, chances are nobody's going to answer that phone. And, and, and that's an unfortunate reality because we all are independent contractors, at least most people in this industry. And and we wanted to solve that problem. How do we capture that information, give somebody an instant response? Because I'm calling that number on the sign because I want information about the property in real time. And and so we we wanted to solve that problem and we did. Um, In in addition to that, in regards to brokers, you you know, with this compression of commissions, you know, we wanted to create this digital marketplace that goes deeper and wider uh, per client. To be able to serve them from mortgage to, you know, uh, home security systems, you know, along the entire journey and be able to share in that revenue uh, stream. So um, brokers, uh, you know, and brokerages alike need to, uh, you know, go beyond just and think beyond just the commissions. And and that's what we wanted to do.
2: Yeah. And I know that when we talked before, we were talking about your flex model. It was also a flex model of uh, for commission. Yes, well, wow. so explain that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so when we start talking about, you know, on the agent side of things, um, we we want to give them options. Like we have, we do have five different comp plans, um, different from most or some brokers out there that uh, have a one size fits all. I, I just um, we, we respectfully don't agree with that 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 approach. And when you start talking about uh, an agent who just want to be a real estate referral agent to I'm a brand new agent to I'm in a larger population of agents that close between three and 15 deals. Um, I'm a top producer, meaning I, you know, do pretty decent. I, I close, you know, quite a few you know transactions a year to the agent who wants to have a team. Th- those are different uh, types of agents um, along this journey. And so uh, we wanted to kind of create this flex opportunity that says, hey, you, you, being an agent, you, you're you an independent you know, contractor and we, we don't believe in this one size fits all approach. Who are you? Uh, what, what are you wanting to accomplish? And we we have a comp plan for that. And so that's what we consider a flex model on the, the agent side of the fence. So when we consult an agent attempting to understand who they are, what they want and where are they in their journey, uh, we we could clearly and vividly, uh, you know, put them um, in, in a comp plan that, fits their individual point of need and and doesn't allow them to, how can you say, fall through the cracks because we have a one size fits
2: all. Yeah. And um, so you mentioned at the beginning that you um, really started as a real estate tech company and now you're really, I would say, a tech enabled brokerage. Um, You talked about your home search and you're backed by Google startups and Amazon. Um, So what does that mean and how does that differ from a realtor.com or a Zillow?
1: Yeah. So um, when we start talking about, you know, that opportunity and, 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 you know, what we were building um, again, you know, I do believe that there's a difference between tech enabled versus tech company Um, um, for, for those who are, you know, hearing this podcast, you, you know, tech enabled, that's a company and we go and we, you know, purchase other, you know, services from service providers to provide that to our realtors. Um, and it's not that we don't have that component, but we actually build our own uh, technology. Um, we 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 have you know just short of twenty you know engineers and developers on our team. And um, with that being said, we we want to customize our own solutions uh, from our search portal uh, all the way down uh, to our proprietary CRM. And, and so when we came in contact with Google, who was very interested in what we. You know, are building and doing, and you start talking about working with the largest, uh, most dominant search engine on the planet, and and what what an honor to uh, work closely with their you know developers and engineers um, you know every day every week. But and now the same thing with Amazon, um, um, who are both interested in homes and home search, and 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 so we we're very honored to have this opportunity to work with these two tech giants um, when we say. You know, back by that means that not only uh, did they bring us in and we went through their accelerators, but they also made an investment, uh, an introductory investment into DOS. And and that's what that means. And how does that make us different uh, from other search engines? Um, You know, in the grand scheme of it, a a lot of the other search engines have very little, uh, uh, in in some cases, no technology or artificial intelligence. Let me say that. Everything about DOS mobilizes the best of artificial intelligence to uh, really make our lives easier, you know, from image recognition to machine learning uh, to better mining the data. People are asking some very interesting questions. You know, when you think of an intelligent assistant, which is what DOS is, it's it's very, very intriguing to watch the questions that they're asking and that they want to know. And, and with the data, can we answer those questions uh, in a way that they would ask a human who may or may not have that time or the capacity to answer that question in real time to give them an the answer back so that that's what makes DOS different uh, from the other search engines is, is that we have an intelligent assistant that's always there that can go beyond the box and that mobilizes artificial intelligence uh, in a way that nobody's ever done
2: so I have a question because I'm confused you know I just need clarification so like with a Google search, how does that work with DOS? Like you go to DOS to do your search. Do you have some integration with Google? Explain that to me.
1: Yeah, well, you want to separate how you're thinking about it in terms of what okay. Google is and what we're building, right? Okay. It, it's, it's, it's totally separate. So when, when we start talking about, and see, and this is the thing, and that's a fair statement, uh, Tracy, when, when you start talking about data alone, you start talking about artificial intelligence alone. And that that's kind of the issue with the real estate industry. Tech doesn't understand real estate. Real estate doesn't understand tech. And we're human. So what ends up happening is, is when we hear certain things, our mental file cabinet is, is like going into the folders that may not have anything there, right? You know, so it doesn't make sense to me. What are you talking about? So in the words of Steve Jobs, a lot of times people don't know what they need or want until you create it for them, right? You know, so... What we imagined when we start talking about this intelligent assistant and with the help of Google, who obviously has, you know, uh, the Google assistant, you start talking about, you know, Amazon with Alexa. We, we start talking about this, this you know, having technologies that could be customized to real estate and any and everything that a consumer or agent may ask. Right. So, yeah, we, we use some of their technology. We, we, we use a lot of our own technology. Uh, Because our goal is to how do we deliver this sickening, awesome experience for a consumer that I just want the answers to my questions. Uh, uh, Because most people search months out before they become a hot, hot client today, ready to go to the field. And so that's what DOS is. How do we engage that person on autopilot? And then when they're ready, then we instantly connect them to a service provider.
2: Okay, and so tell me about your digital real estate, like intelligent assistant. Um, what is that? You know, what is your value prop with that? Which you talked about a little bit, but um, and, and that you you built it. So, what is the process of that, and what makes it different than you know other companies?
1: Yeah, so uh, different than anything that currently exists. You you have something that will um, really in- engage that user, whether that user is an agent or. Uh, consumer and and from real estate questions to mortgage questions, eventually title type questions insurance questions it will bring the entire experience in, into one place when, when a consumer is asking questions a lot of those questions can go above and beyond just how what's the price what's the square footage how many bedrooms right I, I want to know is there is this house on a quiet street? And so what we want to create is this solution that's, uh, um, how can you say, culturally agnostic, Mm -hmm. right? That takes all the data, there's so much more data than these other search engines provide that people wanna know that those answers. And so by mobilizing and, and, and creating an intelligent assistant, we're able to layer infinite amounts of data that if you attempted to put on these other search platforms via the graphical user interfaces that they have, you would be scrolling for eternity. Like, I just wanna ask my question and please give me the answer. And if you do have a visual that you can show me at the same time, great. And via our research, that's what we found that these millennials and the Gen Z's who who are coming after them that they want. I don't wanna see things that I don't care about. I'm asking this question, Please give me that answer.
2: Yeah, I can. I could definitely relate to that. I'm not a Gen Z, but um, <laughs> or a millennial. Go However, ahead. when I do a search, I don't want to wade through all of the um, irrelevant links that they try to to show me ahead of time. So. Exactly.
1: So, so, Tracy, take that a step further. You go to these current sites. You, you have a basic filter criteria that you can search from and you're looking for houses, and each house has 30, 50 pictures. And as you're going through the results, it's showing you properties that you really don't care to see. But if we could give people a much more efficient way to deep dive, and it shows you exactly seven houses with everything that you asked for, near the beach, close to a grocery store, In a vibrant area near a coffee shop, like there's so many other ways that we could give people information for the things that they really care about. You know, that's what we wanted to uh, provide the consumer, something that saves everybody time and money. And therefore, they won't miss out on, you know, locating that dream home that they really wanted.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And for the agent, I assume that it's um, lead generation for them. So you're providing the service to the consumer, but you're also providing a service to the agents. You're exactly correct. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the, the company and not just the tech. So I know you just started franchising. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, how many agents do you have? How many areas are you in and what is your growth strategy for the next year?
1: Yeah. You know, great question. So we, we, we really just. Uh, um, as of recent, started focusing on, you know, growing agent headcount. If, if you can only imagine uh, in the beginning, just like in any any startup, you, you know, the goal is to, uh, as best as possible, uh, refine uh, and, and build your, your systems, uh, then start duplicating uh, and scaling, right? And, and so uh, right now we're just under 100 agents. And, and uh, our, our goal uh, by the end of the year is to be at 300. Um, we've already sold, um, you know, 13 franchises and they all will begin, um, you know, just after the first of the year opening doors and start conducting business um, before the end of the year. We're going to have another uh, group of franchises. Um, so we're, we're excited about that. So when you start talking about scaling, we, we have uh, meetings with brokers out of New York, Memphis, uh, Georgia, Um um, um, you know, Alabama, uh, California, Florida, um, right now. So we, we're excited that people are excited about what we're offering. And, and, um, we believe that that's going to scale us pretty, pretty fast, um, which is exactly what we wanted and, and what we expected. Um, so when, when you start talking about building out a franchise model, we, we got asked by a few people, so why, why would you do that? And I think they, kind of blend it with some of the old guards and, and and not understanding that we could reinvent franchising. And, and and to me, franchising is maybe an old dirty word in some ways, you know, <laughs> uh, um, I, I look at it as distribution centers. And, and, and what I mean by that is, I, I want to frame it this way. Everybody remembers when FedEx were, was delivering products for Amazon. Mm-hmm. Very similar to Amazon. Had a very dynamic, they have a very dynamic search platform and portal. Everybody goes there for, to shop for goods and services. And if you were shopping for goods, that was delivered by UPS or FedEx. And it seemed like overnight you started seeing these blue tr- trucks with a smiley face just dominate the roadways. They did that via a delivery service partner program. They extended opportunities to small businesses Mm -hmm. that wanted to get into the distribution business and deliver their products. And and, and DOS is doing the exact same thing in real estate. You create this very dynamic state of the art search portal. And then you scale instantly by having these distribution centers, AKA franchises that grow in their respective markets and territories. And they get business from that platform. It, that's exactly what we're doing and nobody's ever done it that way, you know, via our delivery. And, and so we're excited about that. And we do believe that, you know, within, within 24 months, we will be at approximately about 5,000 agents. And as we continue to grow and scale throughout the country.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. And I, I neglected to mention that you're based in Houston. Um, So your company is based in your, you know, your corporate is based in Houston. So it is. Yep. Um, So I want to talk to you a little bit about the, you know, obviously the market is shifting. Um, You know, people are saying it's a down market, but it's all relative to what it's been for the last couple of years. So what is your messaging to agents um, who a lot of them are new to the business? Um, You know, we did some studies that showed 25 to 75% of the agents were had never experienced a down market. Um, and like I said, it's all relative, but what are, you know, how has your message changed and what training um, do you find to be really relevant right now?
1: So, you, you know, I, I have to say that we, we've, we've been building ourselves towards this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so, it, you know, all, all the data has, has been pointing to that this day was going to come. I don't know if there's really any big surprise. And, and so our whole entire message to to agents right now is, we're we're small businesses and, and just like the big businesses that are trying to find ways to cut their costs and increase their revenue and profitability all without sacrificing the quality of service that you provide your clients big or small we're all businesses and we should be thinking that way with that being said DOS is a flat fee brokerage um that that we have uh, and provide to our our realtors um I don't know if you know, you start thinking of the 80-20 splits and the 70-30 splits. And there, there are a lot of big box brands out there that have agents on 60-40 splits and then compound it with, with a 5 to 8% franchise fee. That's very, very hard on an agent in a climate like this who may be seeing that their business is um, declined, you know, 10, 15, 20. And maybe for some, depending on where you're at, 50%. So my, our message for agents right now is find ways to, to cut costs, just like the big businesses, because you are a business as well. And, and, and yet at the same time, increase that revenue. And again, without sacrificing the quality of service, when it comes to training, we, we, we believe that it just needs to become very granular uh, um, right now in terms of training our agents on, you know, that the riches are in the niches right now. You, you know, it's not a good time to be a generalist. And, and a be all that, that you really, really need to understand what your market is, what's happening and and really be try try to become a specialist in something. Are you mm-hmm. going to be that agent who focuses on divorces an agent who focuses on new first-time home buyers? You know, we really got to go deep and wide and become the expert at something and everybody needs to fill it uh, from video to, uh, um, you know, marketing, just making posts isn't enough. And we really have to get out here now and more than ever and talk to people with our mouths and not text message and and, yeah. and, and just make these, these posts that we have to do the other things that people aren't willing to do, which is serve our community and be diligent and omnipresent. I mean, we really have to get out here now in a different um, kind of way. Uh, we, we've kind of gotten lazy because the market has been so awesome. Well, right now for the cream to rise to the top, it's going to be those successful agents that are doing the things that other agents aren't willing to do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, and real estate has always been about relationships and, um, bringing things, the online offline. So, um, and, and they've never, they haven't really had to do a lot of marketing because houses were selling so quickly. So, um, you know, that, that marketing component is, is extremely important right now. So
1: yeah, it really is.
2: Yeah. Um, so you had mentioned, uh, some ancillary services or core services, um, Mortgage, and I think you said you were rolling out title as well in some areas. Um, so, talk to me about what your um, what your core services are and um, where you are in the in the um, progression in the brokerage.
1: Yeah, so you, you know, obviously, real estate services. You know, buyers, renters, and sellers. We uh, we also have a mortgage company that we you know um, started from ground up. We we didn't take the approach you know didn't have the hundreds of millions of dollars yet. That, mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of companies went and bought, you know, a mortgage company or partnered uh, at, at that level. We built our own um, organically. And I think there's an advantage to doing that but because now from within, you know, uh, our, our agents buy into that service uh, early. You see a lot of companies struggle with that later on mm-hmm. uh, uh, trying to get buy in. Um, we, we also insurance, uh, DOS uh, uh, insurance agency. Um, and you're right. Uh, we, we are in the works of working with title. Um, in adding that component. Our objective is to kind of complete the loop with title. And and we're excited about that, doing mobile uh, um, and virtual closings, which is what we believe most people want. Uh, Mm -hmm. So convenience, everything is going towards convenience Mm -hmm. um, and and a one-stop, what we called it back in the day, Mm one-stop shop. But, you know, today it's called a digital marketing place. A marketplace, (laughs) right? You know, so that's what we want want to create now uh, because the consumer... um, at the end of the day, just want a great experience in the product that they want to purchase, and so if we can be vertically integrated with with the same culture, mindset, mentality, and, and provide that to that consumer, that that's that's what's important to us: uh, providing great service uh, at the consumer level.
2: Okay, you also mentioned a licensed referral company, correct?
1: Yeah, so we have what we call um, um, a subsidiary called DOS Social. Uh, especially with what's happening right now, we do think that. Uh, there's going to be a significant amount of realtors throughout the country um, that that need another solution. They're, they're not closing enough transactions for it to make sense, and uh, being a realtor is expensive for them. And, and so, we we believe uh, our silver silver bullet is is creating a license holding company that's totally free um, um, for these agents uh, to hold their license and repurpose their efforts and and make money by referring their coworkers, family, and friends. To a realtor they know, like, and trust. When, when you look at there, there's what, a total of 2.5 million licensees in the country. So we already just about have the same number of real estate agents as there are realtors. But we're about to have a mass exodus of realtors that are going to add to those agents. Where are they going to go? And, and what's a superior option in DOS social agents? I uh, believe that we we have an opportunity uh, that that can give this segment a uh, sector of people a a very economical free way uh, to conduct business and keep their license active uh, without quitting or going inactive. I mean, just in the state of Texas, we have 38,000 inactive realtors right now who have a good license, but for whatever reason chose to go inactive so they can avoid the cost that comes with being a realtor. And, And we're in talks and calling all of those guys right now. I can only imagine that number is double in California Doubled in Florida, and so we 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 want to be that solution.
2: Yeah, I think it's um, a, a great opportunity for a brokerage to to do that. I wanted to talk next about opportunity. Um, you know, that's one opportunity for brokers, but where do you see the most opportunity for brokers and agents in the next year?
1: Now that's a good question. I think I think the biggest opportunity for brokers right now is to really look at their business model. And, and dissect the model, uh, the real estate industry in their local market, and ask themselves and their team, is this a sustainable model? Uh, I think the biggest thing brokers could do for themselves right now is, is this model sustainable? Uh, um, do, what changes do we need to make? And and, and think outside the box. We, we That's what we did at DOS. The, the objective was not to recreate another KW, another exit, another real, another fathom. Why? That already exists. And, and I think the same thing for realtors is that they really have to look at their business and, and not blend into a, a, a gray ocean of other agents. I mean, in Houston, we have 48,000 realtors. Mm-hmm. Why, why would I dispatch myself out here to say the same exact thing other the other 48,000 are, are saying and doing. And, and so I think what we have to do is really uh, decide and act on uh, uh, whatever it means to be different, whatever it means to stand out, because it's vitally important to do that in this kind of climate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to survive, if not, you're going to become the statistic that I saw NAR put out that somewhere what 30 percent, you know, 40 percent of all realtors by 2024 Will exit this business. And the ones that are going to exit are the ones that are blending in with everybody else. We have to think different, be different, and create uh, our own version of what we believe the real estate industry should look like. And that starts with the agent and that works up to the broker creating something that agents want, not the same model that we've been doing since 1908 when the real estate industry formalized. We have to look at today's consumer and the technology and start building and creating a brand and a model and models that resemble the future of real estate. Because we're going through that transition right now, whether a broker is willing to accept it or not, whether an agent is willing to accept it or not. It's either, you're either going to happen or it's going to happen to you.
2: Yeah and and um you know it it is amazing to me the creativity in the industry um there are so many i mean even even the the flat fee or low fee model um you know gosh they in the last like 5 10 years they have exploded in the Real Trends 500 rankings of top brokerage companies, and I, th- I think it's eight of the top 25 uh, right now. In the last year, are flat fee or, or low cost uh, yeah. models? Yeah, so-
1: I had a chance to listen to you and Spencer's interview, which was okay. a phenomenal interview, by the way. Uh, uh, Spencer doesn't know me, but I'm a big fan of uh, uh, of Spencer. He's a very, very smart guy. Yes, um, and in that conversation, it was interesting to hear Spencer say exactly. This, to your point, Spencer said something to the fact that when it comes down to technology, agents are able to buy it themselves. When it comes to offices, agents don't need them the way they used to. And so all of that, so if we understand that all of these dynamics have changed, then why are agents still paying 80, 20, 70, 30, and 60, 40 splits? If they're going to purchase their own tech and create their own offices or do these things, then, then why, why pay this hefty split when the only thing that separates one conglomerate from the next are caps? It's like right now, the cap is the dangling carrot that most agents don't hit anyway. So really you're paying this split in the pursuit of something that most agents aren't going to accomplish. Yeah, you're starting to see more flat fee brokerages pop up because if you're if you are an agent that believes that, you know, what you need from the brokerage is minimal, then then why why pay these these two, three, $5,000 splits when you can repurpose that money towards your marketing, towards other things that could actually fuel your business. And and so, and we're not even talking about teams. I I talk to teams every day that are paying $100,000 six-figure caps. And it's like, imagine if you had that money to invest back into your business. You know, but but we've been so conditioned in these ways, uh, um, to where um it concerns me, to be honest. It defies business sense. And business sense always says, again, find ways to lower your costs to increase your revenue and profitability. Mm-hmm. That's business 101. And so I don't know if I understand some of the brand loyalties and Uh, uh, In that regard. But but I think that's changing because we're starting to have a a more uh, cerebral realtor that looks at business differently than we've done 10, 15 years ago.
2: Well, and and so um, Trends just released a brokerage benchmark report and it compares (laughs) uh, it's a 10 year comparison from 2012 to 2021 um, and obviously gross margin is down. That's um, gross commission revenues left to the brokerage after payment of commissions to agents and teams. It's defined an average of 22.4%. Agent productivity declined as well in the last 10 years from 8.9 transactions per agent to 7.3. Now we attribute a lot of that to the proliferation of the low cost um, brokerage. There are some that rely on volume of agents. There are some that don't. There's different models um, within that. So, um, but they did reduce their operating expenses. Their um, personnel costs are down 10.2%. Occupancy costs are down 1%. Not not that much, interestingly enough. Um, Advertising and marketing down 60.9%. But their administrative costs are up. This is across all models. This um, brokerage benchmark is is I think about two thousand brokerages from around the country, all different models. So it's a really interesting report, um, and it's uh, you know I found it fascinating that occupancy costs are only down one percent. To be honest with you, I really thought they'd be down a lot more.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's interesting to me always to understand agent buy-in. Uh. uh when it comes to a brokerage. The, most agents will come in the door wanting to understand all and everything a broker has to offer.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: yet most buy-in is, is less than
0: 10%. I mean, this happens to
1: the best of them, from KW to, uh, I mean, all of the best of them, even at our association here in Houston, which is one of the best in the country with Bob Hill right? Yeah. Who, the buy-in of, of agents using... What they say they want, but they have access to it and never use it is amazing to me. And yet you're attempting to wonder why, if I use the broker's tech, then they're going to keep it if and when I leave. Okay, then why did you join that brokerage? And why didn't you join a brokerage that provides absolutely nothing? And maybe they're a landlord broker and they collect the monthly fee, per. however that works, right? I, I think that it's it's very intriguing to look at the industry and and the habits and characteristics of of agents and what they choose and why. And for me, sometimes the research is baffling to see the data. I, I don't. I, I think um, we we're we as brokers and owners. A lot of times, we're all trying to figure that out because we're going out here trying to provide all of these solutions and and tech and everything that people say they want. But then on the flip side, when you go look at the the, behind the curtain and you see what people are using or aren't using is very low. And and, and so our our objective at DOS with this ecosystem, this network effect is really trying to educate everybody on the benefits of of these solutions and and how they could help out your bottom line. And that we need to rethink about our perspective on things. And if we could go back and visit that, understand the why so we could go rehabilitate the how and the what. Understand the why so we can go rehabilitate that because there's something wrong with this picture and and it doesn't have to eternally be broken. So I think it's the job is the brokerages uh, uh, um, to really go back and resell uh, their agents that have chosen to be led by And to work under their brand, hey, let's really revisit why you're here Mm -hmm. and and what we could do for you. Why would you not use these things yet choose to see this dip in your business? But yet if you use these tools and these solutions, this is what it can do for your bottom line. I need us to get over the fear. I, I don't care to steal your clients. I'm here to partner with you to serve them better.
2: Yeah, there's communication, um, but also I think um, kind of back to our conversation about looking at your model, and it's really difficult to change models, um, especially when you're dominant in market share with the model that you have. Um, so, so yeah, it's I mean it, it takes a complete mind shift and a possibility of you know losing market share, losing business to, to do, to make that change, um, losing agents. Um, so you you, you have
1: to, you have to take a chapter out of one of my favorite orators, his name is TD Jakes, right? Mm -hmm. And he, he, he made a quote before and it's very powerful to me. And it was simply this Tracy, sometimes you have to lose to win. And, And so when you hear that, it's like, okay, what does that mean for me? And, and you're you're exactly correct. But I also believe playing it safe in this climate is now the new risky. You may have to disrupt yourself or be disrupted, right? Yeah. And, and so with that being said, you know, we have to now develop a progressive way of thinking and seeing this industry right now. And 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 for me, was it risky? Was it you know uh uh is it going to be probably a lot of money and time to evolve this perspective? Maybe, maybe, or, or, or maybe we talk about our offering and why we do what we're doing. And there are like-minded agents and brokers who would join us in that. But we're not built for everybody and neither is any brokerage, right? right? But in the words of Simon Sinek, people don't buy what you do. They, they buy why you do it. And, and so we know our why, yeah. unequivocally. At DOS, we know our why. And there are agents and brokers throughout the country that are now starting to align with that. Yeah, today we don't have this massive agent headcount, but what we had to do is go build a sickeningly thick foundation. But I say, look at us in the next 12 months, and then look at us in the next 24, because the numbers would tell and show at that time. Uh, um, lightning, in a lot of instances, doesn't strike twice right? But you have to create your one time that the lightning strikes right for you. And, and that requires more than what we offer. It requires more than price. It Sometimes it requires more than service. Sometimes the biggest disruptor is time and timing. And for us, as we've seen for other brokerages, uh, one in particular, their timing was right at the right time. It is not about the idea It's about, did you have the right idea at the right time? And we are are approaching that pinnacle.
2: Well, on that note, I'm going to say thank you so much. This has been a great conversation. I really appreciate you joining the Real Trending Podcast. And I will check in with you in a year to see where you are. So definitely.
0: Thank you for listening to Real Trending. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you'd take a minute to rate the show or leave a comment. And we will see you next week with more news and insights.